Hello, you guys, and welcome back to Sunday Questions, a podcast. I am your host, Kayleen Bracken, and I'm so thrilled to be back on the mic after a very chaotic few weeks of me being so inconsistent with the podcast, and I wanted to say, first and foremost, thank you all for your patience. You guys are angels, and I really am transparently a little bit bummed with myself for not being as consistent in the past few weeks with the podcast as I would have liked to have been, but I can't come on here and preach grace and self-compassion and then come down on myself for not fulfilling those goals. I think there is like a little bit of a thin line between discipline and having some self-compassion for things like that, but life has been so incredible recently. I feel like my life is so abundant. I just... (laughs) was a little bit flaky on the podcast on getting people on on sitting down to record as i've said before i do have a hard time speaking when i don't feel compelled to speak although i do talk a lot and i couldn't really think of anything to say for the podcast and then i felt almost honestly sorry for those of you who don't believe in the moon the moon is my president the full there's a full moon in virgo and i think that actually did if not subconsciously affect me Uh, just based on me reading different Instagram infographics saying that the full moon was in Virgo. Maybe it actually did impact me because I did feel this like massive reignition of passion and direction on like Monday or Tuesday. And even in class, it was actually funny. Yesterday, I was not paying attention whatsoever in my public speaking class, but I started something called an evolving document project, Kayleen. And I just started writing all of these things, like what is an evolved Kayleen do and what does her life look like? And what is she reading? What is she listening to? What is she eating? Um, how does she feel when she falls asleep every night? I'm getting way ahead of myself, but that is one of the things we'll talk about today. Um, But I just feel really good. I feel like the past few weeks, because I do owe you guys quite the life update, um, past few weeks have been so special and amazing. I just got back last week from DC, and I'm sure if you follow me, you saw that on my Instagram. I was with an amazing group of people led by Colton Underwood, who is just an absolutely fantastic, frankly, like perfect human being, and Sarah Fuller and Byron Perkins and Harry Miller, all of whom are amazing mental health advocates and people that are genuinely just pushing the envelope in conversations about mental health for athletes. And so if you are someone who found me through my work in mental health advocacy for college athletes. Those are people that you should have on your radar. And I just wanted to give them a little bit of a shout because that was such an amazing trip. And it really, really, every time that I lean more into this role of kind of like mental health advocate for athletes that I found myself in, I fall in love with it more and I become more passionate about it. And it probably is a product of me learning more and hearing more stories, but it really, I felt like I was a little bit resistant to this being my niche when I first happened upon it. But now that I have leaned into it, I feel really passionate about it and really excited to continue this kind of work. And so that was a really fun thing to be doing and obviously kind of threw me off schedule in the best way. My schedule has been different than usual as a result of advocacy work, being in a new relationship, blah, 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 lacrosse. Also, lacrosse has been so fun. It is, I'm going to do an episode on good god are you guys getting a rambling Kayleen today it's only 103 p.m like I have no reason to be rambling like this but I am going to do an episode on mental health with student athletes and uh, I will talk about my experience thus far this season in lacrosse and what I've learned from it the highs as there have been many high highs and the lows as there have been lows 
Um, I want to talk about that, and I'm excited to get more into talking about... I feel like I don't really talk about lacrosse on any of my platforms, which is so ironic because it is 80% of my life right now. But that's the kind of general update. I wrote, open with some general life updates. DC trip. DC trip was awesome. I got to see Flower Boy. I love giving him an alias. One of my favorite podcasts, the host calls her significant other redacted, like they redacted his name. And I think it's so awesome. So maybe he'll always be Flower Boy. Anyway, so I got to see Flower Boy while I was in DC. So it made it a really perfect, complete trip of both fun and advocacy work, which was awesome. Then I wrote lacrosse season. Lacrosse season update, you guys. We just won our second game of the season. We have actually had, I think, like six games but we won our second one. We've had a tough schedule and we beat Penn State. So that was super fun. Uh, Transparently, I did not step on the field, but c'est la vie, you guys. C'est la vie, a team win is a win. I wrote a blog post this week. I don't know if anyone saw that. I didn't really promote it very much, um, but it was just called Writing Your Way Through It. And I haven't written in so long. And this week, earlier in the week, I was really anxious And I felt like I really released a lot of it throughout the week and writing was a huge part of that. And so basically I wrote this piece about how the day prior to writing that piece, I had had this moment where I was on a run in Nashville and I just stopped and the sun was on my face and I was like, oh my goodness, my life is, has truly exceeded my wildest dreams. I fail often to take moments to be like, what the fuck is going on? Like I was in DC and I'm doing all this amazing work that I care about and I have an amazing relationship and my friendships are incredible and my parents are healthy and my family is great and so much of my life has turned into something that I never thought it would be. And I think a big theme of this episode actually will be evolution because it's something I'm really focusing on right now. Um, But it was so surreal to have this moment of being completely alone on the streets of a city that I've come to know so well and that it feels like has come to know me so well. And I just had this moment of being like, holy shit, I created this whole life. And like, yes, of course, my parents raised me. My parents created the life for me in a lot of ways. But then when it came to me being on my own and me making decisions that were going to create a life for myself, I was just genuinely in awe of where my decisions have gotten me both the terrible ones and the great ones that I'm so I'm grateful for all of them but like it was the craziest thing to be having that moment and then the next day I woke up so anxious and it had nothing to do with that they were entirely separate events but it reminded me because I was so bogged down by that anxiety in the morning of like I think it was on Tuesday I was so bogged down by that anxiety and then I realized like Kayleen you've had days like this before and you'll have them again and it doesn't take away from the wonderful experience you had yesterday and it doesn't take away from any joy or love or happiness or laughter that you'll experience tomorrow like this is a moment and it is transient and fleeting and that is the beauty of it and that's the beauty of life it's also you know it's a double-edged sword like life is transient things are continuously moving and so I guess I'm only telling you guys this because it was a moment for me of experiencing anxiety and being like, oh, this sucks, but it's going to go away. I am stronger than any anxiety that I feel, and I know that all of you guys are too, and so I just wanted all of you to hear that from me because it was something that I really felt like was kind of a revelation for me this week. And I know it sounds elementary, 
but sometimes you just need to hear the simple things once again in order to reinstill them. I know I feel like I have to hear things a million times before I actually understand them or I'll remember like the most basic piece of advice I've ever gotten and it'll change the tide of my day or the tide of my perception on the world. So that is my blog post. It is currently spring break. My spring break started, I guess, technically yesterday afternoon because I finished my class at 12.15 and then I had, now I have the rest of the week off. Um, Like today, we have off of lacrosse too, which is really nice. I had a wonderful morning. I went to yoga in the morning with one of my favorite teachers who is just a badass. It was a great class. And then I went to my chiropractor who is the coolest she does like muscle testing and so we did some muscle testing there. I brought my loaf of sourdough from my favorite bakery for her to test on me, which probably makes no sense to anyone, but she like tests different supplements and food products um, and how they like vibrationally align with your body. So I am, as I did already say in this episode, that the moon is my president. Um, I'm pretty into that kind of stuff as most of you guys know. So that was that. Um, but yeah, spring break should be super fun. My mom gets in tomorrow morning and we will be recording a podcast episode. I know she's listening to this one and Loki, my mom has been putting off recording one because she like wants to sound perfect. Little Red, you'll sound amazing. She won't hear this until Sunday and we'll already have recorded it, I'm sure. But I'm so excited to see my mom. So excited. And I feel good. I just feel really God, I sounded like an indie film star, but I do feel good. I feel really excited about life. I feel stable. I feel secure. I feel like my shoulders are down a lot. I feel like anxiety is is on the decline. Maybe I'm jinxing myself. I hope not. But that's been my life recently, and I gave you guys a 12-minute update because I haven't been back in a while, and I really, really, really want to be consistent with this. You guys, I love this podcast so much. It's ridiculous. Anyway, today, 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 we are going to... Oh, actually, I also wrote um, major themes in my life right now. Small moments of connection. I was actually just having a conversation about, like, one-on-one connection and, and how... Sometimes you really do just genuinely need like one-on-one time with someone, whether it's an old friend, a new friend. There is so much value that can be taken from a one-on-one interaction with someone, like one-on-one quality time. Maybe that's me because that is my love language, but I do think that's an important reminder. So if you're feeling in a funk, I think one-on-one time with someone really, really helps. So to help you kind of pull yourself out of that, reimagine yourself. Because you feel really seen when you're with just one person and heard and it's hard not to feel that way unless they're a terrible listener. I've been really into softness. I just feel like this new part of myself has been coming forward and I feel the most confident and just like in my body, I guess, as I have in a really long time. And I just feel like I'm seeing parts of myself through my relationship and also through lacrosse and my relationship with my parents. All of those things are bringing forward, and even through school, all of those things are bringing forward this like kind of, it's not so much of a new version of myself as it is. I feel like I'm being cracked open to my core in the best way. And it's like, there's so much light and joy and presence within me that's been waiting to be accessed and I feel like instead of creating this whole new persona of myself I'm really tapping into the the person that I've always been and I'm stealing this from JT Barnett who just posted a video on exactly this but it really resonated with me because I do feel like there's 
so much of who I was as like the most joyous, innocent child that is coming through in my life for me right now. Um, And it's so special. So I don't know, I'm really grateful for everything that's happening in my life right now. And I'm excited to keep attracting more of that into my life because that's what happens. That's what happens when you're aligned, my friends. So small moments of connection, softness, and then evolution as we'll get into this episode. I've been having all these thoughts about evolution, kind of like what I was just speaking to about how you can either look to create this new person out of totally new material or you can turn inward and say like, what do I have here? What can I emphasize? What can I highlight? What can I pull closer to the surface and the core of me, what's in there and how can I tap into it? Um, And so that's the evolution I'm currently focusing on. And I'll tell you guys probably in another episode about the Project Kayleen thing that I'm doing because it's very personal to me right now, but I'm sure I'll get to a point where I want to talk about it. And that's honestly my update. Here are some trivial things. What I've been really into recently, I've been really into fried eggs. Um, I had this amazing sandwich. If you guys are in DC, go to a baked joint. It is like a bakery and cafe basically um but they have all these amazing breads and they have a a rosemary biscuit sandwich with a fried egg and it's like goat cheese and herb mayo i don't know it's fucking fantastic like it was so good and i had it with a dirty chai a dirty iced chai before having a few meetings in dc and also while we're here updating i'm giving you guys the longest update of your life I hope you're enjoying it though. It's like we're just chatting. I love DC. DC is an amazing city. I don't know why I don't spend more time there. I think I'm going to put that on my list of places to keep in the rotation and hopefully, well, I mean, I will be back there for some exciting things. Um, But that was so fun to be there and explore and have some fun little moments in the city. I love DC. I love the food there. I love the people. I got to see one of my friends from high school who is amazing. And so anyway, I just feel like life is awesome right now and I hope everyone is feeling that way as well and I feel like life is almost always on the uptick in March like March April May June like summer is coming my friends if you are down remember summer is coming anyway today's episode which is happening is on how I set my monthly intentions and we're going to go over my monthly intentions for March and it is actually March 10th now so I'm a little bit late on those but I did share them on Instagram I think last week and so I wanted to share these on here and talk to you guys about how I pick them kind of the thought process behind what the list looks like that I share every month and how I get there and so I think why it's so important to start setting monthly intentions is not so that you can check 10 boxes at the end of the month and say I did it I did it I did it it's really so that you have a framework for what you want to use that month for and I talked about this in the episode with Fiona but as I get older the quicker months go and the faster time passes and that's not a unique phenomenon to me that is just something that everyone feels I think as they get older and so I look at each month as a project and not like a project of self-improvement or a project of owning the month, but really as a project of almost like art and creation and what can I make out of these next 30, 31 days, obviously February was 28, how can I use this time to create a life that I'm going to enjoy that is going to get me closer to where I want to be a year from now? 
And it's as simple as that. You have each month as this blank canvas. And of course, there are things that are out of your control. But what intentions can you create? And you can control how intentional you are about going into each month and how you spend your time because it is the scarcest commodity that we have. And so in terms of how I pick my monthly intentions and how I create the vision for what I want my month to look like, I kind of feel out the vibes of each month, like February obviously is kind of like a month of love. March I feel like is a month of transition in the sense of I think that March oftentimes not only do we go from winter to spring but there's like this upheaval of coming out of February, you're coming out of a long two months, January, February often pretty cold and heavy and then you get to March and it's almost like this rebirth of stepping into a new month and then you have April and May and everything is kind of on the uptick like I said. And that's not to say that if you're having a hard time right now that you're doing March wrong or that if you hate March or you are worried about April that you're doing life wrong, you're not. That's just life. Sometimes that happens. You can't control a lot of things in life. Um, and that's something you have to live with, obviously. But like I said, you can control how intentional you are. You can control how much energy you put into picking your intentions and saying, this is what I want to get out of this month. How can I actionably do that? And so that's your responsibility. Your responsibility is not to predict the next 30 to 31 days. It's simply to go into those 31 days with intention and then let life happen. Kind of like launch and adapt. Adapt as the month happens. How can I lean further into my intentions? What can I learn from this? How can I amend my intentions and add to them based on what's going on in my life? What am I learning? And, and I think the best part about having intentions is that at the end of the month, you get to reflect on them and you get to choose based on the previous month's intentions, seeing what you want to keep working on and then seeing what you're ready to shed. Because sometimes I write intentions and I'm like, ugh, don't need that. Like I won't check the box or I will. And I realize that I don't need to bring it into the next month. But the beauty of setting different intentions each month is being because it takes about 21 days to form a habit when you keep those intentions front of mind and maybe you make them your screensaver for that month it becomes habit and you internalize them it becomes part of your fabric and so you don't need to keep repeating the same intentions every month because it becomes a way of life for you and I realize that I am rambling to no end and that you guys are probably like good grief Kayleen bring on another guest we need another conversation back to the episode lads and ladies and whomever so I pick my monthly intentions act like truly I go through Pinterest as the first step kind of to visualize what I want my month to look like and I'll make a board so I'll be like March board and I'll just throw on some inspiration ideas I love having a visual of the vibes and the theme that I want it doesn't have to be perfect sometimes I pin things in Europe it's very obvious that I'm not in Europe, um, but it really is, it's a matter of vibes. So pick the vibes you want to embody um, and run with those based on Pinterest is helpful, Instagram's fun. Um, I go through my notes app to see what I've taken from books or podcasts that have resonated with me over the past month. And so if there is something that I want to reinstill or something I feel like I've forgotten, I'll focus on that based on its relevance in my life at the time. So I'll go through my podcast notes list or quotes from books and stuff and try to extrapolate what I need based on that period of my life and what I'm focusing on. So that's always helpful and I know that my mar my intentions list, if you've never seen them on Instagram, are pretty diverse. It'll start with like, this is my theme for the month and then I'll be like, I want to try here for dinner. And if you don't follow French Squirrel, I believe that's her Instagram handle still, on Instagram, she is kind of like my inspiration for 
really fun intention list. She posts them every month and she'll do like, try this restaurant, try that restaurant, go to this workout class, have this person over for dinner. So my intentions list really do vary based a lot on the month and how social I'm feeling or how introspective I'm feeling. And so that is the premise of how I pick the general themes and kind of like vibe of what I want the month to look like. And it really does help. It helps me create an internal feeling that I then project onto my external. I love to feel the internal first and to really internalize the images of what that month will look like. And then a product of that is often me projecting that onto everything that I do, which is really special. Next, I just got a wave of exhaustion, you guys. Let me take a sip of my coffee. I think the downside of me not recording for a week and a half is that I now have so many things. I also have not been on Instagram a lot recently other than to like repost stuff from DC, but goodness gracious, I have so much that I wanna talk about right now and it's so annoying for you guys because I'm just blabbing. But I'm glad you guys listen. You guys are the best. Okay, I'm back and my energy has been renewed. Thank you to the bottom 25% of the coffee that I just finished. Let's get into my March intentions. Hopefully this inspires you guys to pick intentions. It's never too late. You could pick weekly intentions, daily intentions. It literally, time is so random. So don't let the fact that it's March 10th dissuade you from picking intentions for this month or really anytime you can become more intentional, you can rebrand. My March intentions. So the first intention was just to express gratitude more readily in the moment when the gratitude is felt. And I've been really big on this for probably a year or two years of, of telling people when I feel good things about them, telling them in the moment because I think we oftentimes just assume people already know how we feel about them or people don't want to be bombarded with love or admiration or appreciation. And that's just not the case. Everyone loves to hear something good about themselves in the same way that pretty much no one likes to hear bad things about themselves. And so I feel like I have been doing a better job of expressing gratitude more readily over the past few years, but I do think that there's more progress I can make in terms of just being like, wow, even if it's a quiet acknowledgement of gratitude to myself, saying, like, wow, I'm so grateful to be in this class right now. I'm grateful for this opportunity. I'm grateful for this person. I'm grateful for X, Y, Z. I think I do when I become overwhelmed with school, lacrosse, work, whatever, I do become, I lose sight sometimes of the little things that I'm grateful for and, and the little things make up our entire life. And when you don't have gratitude for those things, you lose sight of the magic that is your life. And I felt like when I had that moment the other day that I was talking about of feeling like my life is honestly surreal, I, that was a result of me acknowledging everything I'm grateful for on the time that I had of not staring at my phone, just listening to music on my run and being like, wow, I really am grateful and this is amazing. Um, and so I just wanna be more intentional about expressing my gratitude also, I think it's so sweet when people express gratitude for someone, like for you, or if you express it for someone in the moment. I know I'll be on the phone with my mom. She's like, oh, I just got a love wave for you. Or I'll just like tell my friends that I'm so grateful for them in the moment. I know I've talked about some podcasts before, guys, but it really changes your life. And it's such a bonding moment to look at someone and be like, I am so grateful for you. And I'm so grateful you're happy and healthy and that you exist. So that's a beautiful thing. My second March intention is to lean into being social. And I reminded myself that self-isolating is not a sustainable means of self-development. So ever since I've gotten into, let's call it self-improvement, 
I have turned towards self-isolation as my means of self-improvement. I feel like ever since high school, when I kind of discovered that I loved spending time alone, that was the time I would use to refocus myself. And anytime I felt like I was going off track, I would then pull back from my friends and from my family. And I would spend most of my time alone trying to figure life out because I am a very internal processor a lot of journaling a lot of thinking and of course I do talk it out on podcasts like this but it really is something that I have realized over the past few years is actually more limiting like yes spend time alone when you need it but when your default becomes being alone and isolating and not going out and doing the things that you used to do it's so much harder to adjust what you've learned in that period of self-isolation and apply it to your outside life when you are being social and you are going to school every day and doing events and whatever it is and so I really do want to stop I don't know that I would call it self-isolating right now but I realized at some point that it got to a point, it has gotten to a point where like everyone's going out on a Friday and the thought of joining people does not even cross my mind. And I don't know when I got to that point because it used to be kind of like at the very least a debate in my mind of like, do I go? Do I not go? And I do want to create more time to connect with people because I do only have this short period of time with my friends and I know that I have fun when I go and self-isolating is just so lame. So that's something I'm focusing on, and I know I talked about in the sobriety episode, but it is something that for people who are sober is a little bit more challenging, I feel like, just because you don't have as much energy to go out with people and stay out late and do those things. But even just saying this now, I still haven't gone out in a long time, and I'm really, really going to try to make myself be a little bit more social in the final weeks of school. We only have like a month and a half. Oh my god. Yeah, we only have a month and a half left of school. That's insane. Wow, time flies when you're having fun. Next, um, I want to audit the things that I'm putting into my body and the frequency with which I'm consuming them. So things like skincare, food, supplements, etc., um, what is helping optimize mental and physical health for me? And that's the important question that I'm centering this particular intention on because I, for those of you who don't know, have always been really into nutrition and wellness and I have a background in functional nutrition. And I've always loved learning about what different things do to your bodies, what different things do to our bodies, whether it's food or hormones or skincare products. Um, And so I recently felt like I lost sight of being really intentional about what I'm putting in my body and the frequency with which I'm putting in my body because there is, like I said earlier, a thin line between discipline and being like, oh, I'm intentionally going to let myself use a product that maybe doesn't have all the greatest ingredients in it or eat something that maybe doesn't make my body feel like the best version of itself because I love it and it makes me happy. Um, Or I'm going to take this supplement without doing research on it because I've heard it's good. Like there is a thin line between discipline and just doing things kind of on autopilot. And so I'm trying to be really disciplined about what I'm putting in my body because I do see so many of the effects in my mental health and also just in the way that I navigate the world. When when I'm automating my health and I'm automating, oh, this is what I take in the morning and this is how it's serving me. And I feel really lucky and privileged that I just got to I just began working with a chiropractor who also is really well-versed in functional medicine. And so her and I have been doing a lot of work together on like, what can I take? What am I taking? How can I make this supplement or this medicine that I'm taking safer for my body? How can I process it better? Should I be eating this? Should I be eating that? And obviously because I have a background of disordered eating, I would never ever want to come on here and make anyone think that 
discipline is the same as restriction because it absolutely is not. And I hope to never ever encourage, whether it is explicitly or implicitly, anyone to restrict themselves or to create anxiety around whether it is food products, obviously that'd be an eating disorder, or just obsessive tendencies around ingredients, whether it's in your skincare or your shampoo or the supplements you're taking. I think obviously we all have to do our due diligence about what we're consuming, um, and I don't want to make it like you're constantly on edge about what you're putting into your body, but I have realized for myself that I do want to be more intentional about what I'm putting in my body because it does have a huge effect on other aspects of my life, whether it's how confident I'm feeling or physically how capable of performing I am on any given day. So that's that. Now, my primary goal of March, and I'm thinking this is probably just going to be a goal for 2023 in general, is to let myself evolve and don't hold myself to a standard of how I've felt or behaved in the past. And this is the piece of advice that really made me wanna honestly record an episode on these intentions in particular, because this is the first time I've ever done this. And by this, I mean recorded an episode based on my intentions for a month, because I do do I do them every month. Um, I want to let the most evolved version of me lead the way for every past, past version. And I think that when you're someone who is really interested in self-improvement, you at times will feel like you have evolved beyond recognition. And even sometimes when I'm sitting with someone who has known me for a long time, my parents, old friends, they're like, wow, you've changed so much. I had a conversation with my dad the other day at dinner about how much I've changed and sometimes I'm sitting across from someone who I realize is perceiving me and I'm like, wow, because I've met every version of myself, I don't quite believe in the evolved version of myself as much as an onlooker would, as much as someone who has met me in the past two years would because I have seen the versions of myself that I have been the most disappointed in or the least proud of and it makes it hard for me to celebrate this version and that's not fair to any version of myself because I have done an immense amount of work to get to where I am, as have all of you, to get to where you are and you are all incredible human beings. You are amazing and you deserve to be celebrated and when the little insecurities from your past are coming up and saying, how could you possibly celebrate who you are now when you know who you've been and you know you've not always been this intelligent or beautiful or confident or kind or capable or successful who gives everyone has a past and it's over that's the best part about the past and also the worst part about it when you love pieces of your past but it really is you're moving on and i think even for me that's something i want to focus on because the most evolved version of me when i'm letting her lead when i'm letting myself really that because i'm speaking as her when I'm letting myself lead me through life, that's when I have all of these seemingly serendipitous successes and these opportunities that just fall into my lap of, do you want to go to DC and speak to Congress? Do you want to speak at this? Do you want to do this project? How would you like to start this? There are so many amazing things that happen when you let the most evolved version of yourself lead and you don't let the versions of yourself that preceded this one pull you back and say, no, 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 you belong here because this is how you were in the past. Fuck that. Who you were yesterday is not who you are today and it's only fair to the most evolved version of yourself and to every version of yourself, especially little you who is like, I have the biggest dreams for myself. 
to honor the amount of evolution that you have undergone and to celebrate yourself as you are in this moment. Whether you've done a teeny bit of evolution or you have made a world of difference in who you are and how you walk through this world. So that is my spiel on what I want my theme for this month to be because especially in lacrosse, in relationships, in friendships, in general interactions I have every day, I am letting the most evolved version of myself lead the way and I'm not listening to the thoughts that say, hey, wait, do you believe this girl? Because um, you didn't used to be this way. I just have decided to stop believing those thoughts, to even stop entertaining them. You're going to evolve, you're going to grow up, and you have to learn to trust that growth. You can't sit in your growth constantly in fear of, will I regress? because that's how you stunt your progress. Anyway, let us keep moving into the intentions. That was kind of like my soapbox of the day. My next intention is simply to prioritize sleeping eight to nine hours a night. I included that in my Project Kayleen thing and I encourage everyone to do like a project, your name and things you wanna do for an evolved version of yourself. Um, once again, you're not a self-improvement project, but it is super fun to be like, I have all of this consciousness and energy that I can manipulate. Why not see what I can do with all of the power that exists within me? So <laughs> that sounded like the most meta thing for prioritizing sleeping eight to nine hours a night. I just want to sleep eight to nine hours a night because I know that that's when I do my absolute best and my mental health is the best. My clarity is the greatest and I also just feel best physically and I go to bed each night knowing that I have done all that I can sleep-wise for my success both that day and the next day. So I highly encourage, I know so many college students who sleep like two to three hours a night and it's just not the move. So that was my rationale behind that intention. Next, and I know that I'm talking about, I, what is it called? Boyfriend sickness? I don't have a boyfriend, but I am in the early stages of a relationship, my friends, which is so funny. I didn't think I would talk about it as much as I am on here today. But you know when Tinks calls it boyfriend sickness, so it's probably why I keep bringing him up. Anyway, he's listening. Hi. Um, so I, this one pertains to friendships and relationships now that I think about it. Um, but focus on making a distinction between unloading your anxiety or exhaustion onto the people you love versus sharing those feelings with the intention of deepening emotional intimacy. This is something I've been thinking about a lot over the past few months. I think as someone who is notoriously very open about my emotions and how I'm doing in life, I have a hard time drawing the distinction between do I need to share this or is this something that I'm perfectly willing to hold inside, not in a way that is a burden to myself, but just like, okay, well, I have this feeling and I don't need to tell anyone about it because I do process a lot of things internally. So I wrote this one because I think in friendships and relationships, it's important to understand that yes, you have a close relationship with someone and that is really beautiful and you can foster emotional intimacy by sharing things vulnerably with people, but there is a massive distinction between unloading your anxiety or exhaustion onto someone and just being like oh I'm annoyed and I find this with a number of things like even in lacrosse sometimes I'll think about something I'm feeling at practice or in a meeting and I'm like oh I'm so frustrated and it's taken a lot of maturity and a lot of um, self-awareness to get to the point where I'm like I don't have to say that to anyone I don't have to say that out loud it's not important and it's actually so freeing and it takes a lot of weight off of you when you don't just say things without intention because then you're just putting unintentional words into the universe and into the air, frankly. Like you then go home and you're like, did I have to say that out loud? And the answer is almost always no. Sometimes it's really important to speak 
when you feel compelled to speak and when you feel called to. Um, but I don't always feel called to, and I think it's been an act of maturity and self-awareness and growth for me to realize when I actually should say something versus when I'm saying something out of ego or out of frustration or out of wanting something from someone. And so I am trying to make that distinction. Like if I have a hard day, but it's really not something I need to vent about, I won't bring it up to my mom or my coach or my friends. Sometimes it's so nice to have a little vent or sometimes it is genuinely unproductive to just harp on the negative. And so I think I've been trying to make that distinction a little bit better. Next, this is a more fun intentions. Um, I want to read The Inner Game of Tennis. Thank you, Flower Boy, for sending me that book. Guys, I know I'm insufferable when I have a crush. Insufferable, you guys. Um, My friends will tell you that, so (laughs) I do acknowledge that. But he did send me The Inner Game of Tennis, which is an amazing book. I am like two chapters in right now and I really like it so far. So I've been trying to read. The books on my list, actually, I will share with you via my evolved Kayleen document that I created in my public speaking class yesterday. Thank you, professor. I'm going to read Super Attractor by Gabby Bernstein, Eight Rules of Love by Jay Shetty, The Secret Pulse of Time, which I'm blanking on the author's name, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Joe Dispenza, I'm going to reread The Untethered Soul because it never fails me by Michael Singer. And then I'm also going to read The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. And so currently I'm in an era of nonfiction reading, which I think is really important. And I'm kind of bringing myself back to the things that I did when I was going into my sophomore year of college. And I felt like I had a lot of growth and awakening happen because I was actually seeking out information on a number of things be it wellness or spirituality, relationships, etc. And so I wanted to share that just because it was super fun for me to come up with the books that I want to read and intentionally plan, like, what do I want to learn from these books? How am I picking them? Next, I always, because this episode is ultimately about how you set your intentions, and I wanted to give you guys kind of a framework, but I want to try NOCO, which is a new restaurant in Nashville. And as you guys know, I love Nashville restaurant hunting. I love restaurant hunting anywhere. It's like my favorite hobby of mine. And so I always include at least one new restaurant or coffee shop to try in my intentions because that is a really easy box to check. And it feels really good when you look back on your month and you're like, oh, I forgot that I even had made an intention to go there um, and I did it. And so that's always a lot of fun. And then the next one is automate your life. Um, This is something I feel like I'm really getting better at because I'm growing up and it's so funny. I've been just like so hyper aware recently of what growing up looks and feels like. And it really is the little things. I read something the other day that said growing up is so subtle. It's just like you start checking on your friends more. You start picking something up for someone before they're going to need it. You start making the calls you need to make as soon as you have to make them. Sending emails pretty promptly. Like it is the subtle things of growing up and being responsible for yourself. And this is kind of a translation of that realization but I do want to like buy extra things before I need them so toilet paper shampoo and have extras on hand so that I'm not inconveniencing myself uh over communicating at work and in school and in lacrosse and then planning things in advance and following through on them so I've tried to be really intentional recently too about just what do I want to say yes to what do I want to say no to I have made honestly very few commitments to social outings lately and that's fine 
Um, I know I said that I want to do more of that. So that's something that is, is front of mind for me. But I do want to plan things in advance because I love having like a plan that's maybe like three or four days out. And it's like a dinner or something chill. Something to look forward to is always really good. And so I actually finished off this document for the podcast planning with always pick one to two things to look forward to. So maybe that's like a sleepover with your friends, like plan a little sleepover with your girlfriends or a dinner that you're going to host or going on a walk with someone or listening to a podcast. Maybe you want to read three books. Um, You want to finish a movie or something. You want to watch a movie. Write these things down because even if you make the most trivial list of watch this movie, go here for dinner, call this friend, it is going to feel so good at the end of the month when you have kept those promises to yourself and maintain those intentions and you check those boxes and reinstill this confidence and then you go on to the next month with confidence because you have completed this amazing month that you actually set out intentionally to pursue and I'm yawning, you guys. I probably shouldn't have gotten up as early as I did, but part of Project Kayleen, which I promise I will do an episode on, is getting up at 6 a.m. So or 6.30 in the morning. So I'm excited. That's actually honestly all I have for you guys today. I know I just talked so much, and I love you all. I hope you guys have the best day ever. I hope everyone's doing well. I am so excited to be back talking on the podcast and you guys are awesome. Hopefully, I'm not getting worse at this. That was a limiting belief that just came out of my mouth. Anyway, love you, love you, love you, love you. I will see you guys next Sunday.